Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Analog Hour, the world's favorite film photography, video, and audio chat show hosted by Matt Murray and Lucy Lumen. I hope you are all well. We're going to kick on into episode five of the Analog Hour in a minute. Now, this episode we actually recorded live on our Sunday morning. I think it was Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening in the States. I think it was Saturday midnight in London, and uh, it was a little bit later. It was like one hour later in the in the rest of the eastern seaboard of Australia. So it was it was good to do that. There was about a minute. If you watch the video version, there was about a minute at the start when Lux and Lucy were sorting out the technology, but then it was all good. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much to everyone who watched live and who's watched after that and sent us in questions. It was really fantastic and uh, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Now, immediately after the analog hour, I was hoping to have like a debrief because it's a very emotional, intense experience recording one of these podcasts uh, or video chat shows. And Lucy Lumen scampered off and, and just left me on my own. I, I had no one to, to talk to and debrief about the episode. So I went on social media just trying to kill a bit of time because all the family were out and I saw that it was World Toy Camera Day. Now I had been doing this thing in October called TikTok-tober. I made that, that up, a bit of a dad joke, you know, TikTok-october, TikTok-tober, where I was posting a TikTok a day in October. Then I got sick for like five days and I didn't post any. So I felt bad and I saw this after we recorded Analog Hour episode five and I put out two TikToks. One of the TikToks went absolutely bananas, bananas. So I did a TikTok about the Lomography Octomat, which is an eight lens uh, Lomography camera from about 2011, 2012. It's had over 134,000 views on TikTok. And then my follow-up about the Renshikardia camera, which has the 16 lenses, has had over 226,000 views on TikTok. And my, my followers has, have gone up for like 450 to 3,500. So there you go. Um, this will probably be the last episode of Analog Hour ever because I'm TikTok famous now, guys. I don't, I don't need Lucy Lumen anymore. She's dragging me down. <laughs> only joking, only joking. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not famous anyway. Anyway, let's crack on into the Analog Hour, episode five. Let me know what you think of this. Mattlovescameras at gmail.com. And of course, I'll be back very soon with Matthew Joseph. And he's in New Zealand at the moment, I think. And when he's back, we'll be recording parts two and three of the Expo competition. So stay tuned for that. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Analog Hour the live stream edition, which I am a little bit nervous about because I'm worried something's going to go wrong, but I have my film BFF, Matt Murray here to help me along the way and support me and ease my anxiety. How are you, Matt? I'm very well, Lucy Lehman. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited, but like a little bit nervous because it's this just is, something new. Not only is this the world's favorite film photography chat show hosted by Matt Murray and Lucy Lehman, it's now the world's favorite live streamed film photography chat show hosted by Matt Murray and Lucy Lehman. So true. Such a true, true fact there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we got anybody in the comments? If you can hear us, let us know. Um, I am just getting used to having like two screens um, and then we've got like a delay on this side. So yay. One month, two cameras is success. <gasps> yay. Okay, cool. Hello, everybody. Hello, Glenn. Awesome. Hello. Oh, so many people. This is awesome. Wow. Oh my gosh. We, I should have put my, done a better job of my makeup. 
we weren't sure if people like time difference and like we didn't give much notice so we weren't sure if people would be able to join thank you so much we really appreciate it um we will get into catching up a little bit and then we'll like go back and check the comments and kind of um see how everything is going um so what have you been up to matt it's been a long time since we've done an analog hour it's been a very long time lucy lehman i've been shooting quite a lot uh i've i've picked up cameras that i i have owned for years and never shot with of course at the start of the year we did on my podcast we did a goals episode about what goals we wanted to achieve yes in 20 what year is it 2022 (laughs) and uh I actually, we, originally we were going to do a catch up about this in April, May and say which ones we'd done, which ones we hadn't done. Mm-hmm. But I decided I didn't want to do it with you because I hadn't done any. And I was really letting the side down and you ticked off all yours and I hadn't. Yep. But one thing that's been on my list for a long time is to shoot this bad boy. I can barely lift it. Um, this is the Bronica <gasps> SQA. Yes. The yeah. beautiful six by six camera that I bought years ago off a guy for about, I don't know, 250 US dollars, something like that. Oh, wow. And it's got a couple of lenses. It's got, it's got the, what do you call it? The prism finder. Prism finder. Yeah. Um, yep. It's a really beautiful camera. And I actually, hmm. I decided to watch a couple of YouTube videos to work out how to use it. I did a day Always trip. the best way. Always the best way to watch YouTube. <laughs> and um, we did a day trip with my daughter down to this beautiful part of Queensland called Stanthorpe. And I was hoping to see these beautiful pink flowers. The pink flowers. I mean, I'm obsessed with these pink flowers. Mm, I've so, got one of your postcards. Oh yeah, there. and I'm and also, sure a lot of people listening that's my lock do screen. as well. That's on Ektar, the, uh, the Contax G1, which you can see actually behind me there. Contax G1, mm-hmm. and um, that's uh, on Ektar, that one there. So um, I, I just love these pink flowers. And so we went down there for the day. Me and my daughter. It's three, almost four hours down there. Got down there, the pink flowers aren't out, aren't out. So it was like an, oh. and we got down there. And my daughter's like. We, we, we turning around and going back now and I'm like we literally just got here uh, I so but I, I actually um started shooting the SQA and the hilarious thing was I there's just one thing there's a lever on the side there multi-exposure lever you can take multi-exposures with mm, it cool I, I thought it doesn't but it's not it's not like labeled so I was like oh yeah I'm pretty sure I got it in the right position so I took some pictures some banging pictures at this old uh roadhouse Maryvale roadhouse and I took some pictures and we, and we, I did a live stream on my channel down there. And then after the live stream, I looked at the, um, the film counter on this and I'm like, oh, it says one on the film counter. What's going on? Is the camera, did I load the film correctly? And then I'm like, hang on, multi-exposure lever. So I took four bangers on top of each other on the first frame. It actually looks really cool. It actually yeah. looks really cool. Okay, um, yeah. I'll, I'll share it. I, I think I might have shared it with you in, on Instagram uh, and DMs, but um, it's, obviously you didn't read that one. But that's no, okay. I totally missed no, that. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but that's all right. I forgive you. Um, but I've been shooting that, the SQA, which is very, very exciting. Um, I mean, I could literally go for half an hour on my new stuff. Do, uh, should, we, should we? I'll I'll leave it there for a sec. Do you want to talk maybe about we'll, what you've yeah, been doing? Yeah, maybe we'll alternate. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not going to have much to alternate with because I haven't been um well i have been shooting but i've been i shot digicams all through september which was really fun um i shot like the g2 and the um, fuji x20 a couple of other ones but those were my two favorites the standouts um and then this month it's what are we like the 16th of october yep um i should know that it's my birthday tomorrow the 17th yes my 30th birthday tomorrow. This is the last time you'll ever do analog hour oh, as a 20 as a something. 20, uh, yes. It's all downhill last, from here, Lucy Lumen. It's the last day of my 20s. Oh my God. Oh, it's just gone by so quickly. Um, so yeah, I um haven't shot much at all this month because we've just been really busy. And I took a couple of um shots on my L35 AF. We always have oh, yeah. an L35 AF with film in it because we have so many of them. There's always like one in the car or 
one in a bag or something. So I took a couple of shots yesterday at the beach um, on some Fuji 400, but that's pretty much it. I haven't really shot um, anything else, but we're going to New- we're going to Noosa. Noosa. Um, <laughs> just becoming, Noosa. Like a, becoming a real joke on the on the show. Um, we're going there uh, next weekend to celebrate my birthday and just Lux and I. And of course, uh, Lux is already planning like which cameras we're taking and everything. Um, I'll have my pen FT because that's my birthday present. So what? I'll be sh- I know. So excited. I can't wait to get my hands pen on FT. it. Beautiful. All black. I know. Um, and how about those Wico lenses, huh? Oh, I know. Are they the goat or what? They're the goat. <laughs> Maybe not if you ask uh, people on F-stoppers, but if you ask me. Um, and then I'm also going to take this little, um, the Canon oh, short yeah. shot um, A1. Yeah. It's waterproof and we'll be at the beach. So, And I've only shot it once, so I'm really excited for that. Amazing we'll- viewfinder on that bad boy. Yes, so big. Yeah, so good. Um, mm. So that's kind of in a nutshell, like that's really it. For me, I've had lots of other things going on, but what else have you been um, shooting, Matthew? What Murray? else have I been shooting? Well, um, I'm just looking at my list here. I shot another roll of um, cross-processed film. Well, I didn't shoot a roll of cross-processed film, of course. I shot a roll of expired Ektachrome 64T slide film uh, about yep. 20 years out of date through my Konica Big Mini. And of course, then I had it cross-processed by the wonderful folks at Ikigai Film Lab. So that was great. That's a, I always find that to be a really good combination for some reason, my Big Mini and that 64T expired slide film. I get it processed C41. And of course, the um, the cross-processing competition that I ran, well, I'm still running through my podcast. Mm-hmm. Matthew Joseph and I have done the first round of judging. I believe there'll probably be two, be two more rounds of judging in so many entries. There's about 50 entries. Wow, so, that's um, awesome. I didn't yeah, realize you had is. that many entries. That's he's, so good. It's, it's amazing. But I think he's in New Zealand at the moment, or maybe he's back from New Zealand, or he's just come, or he's going soon. Or I don't know. Yep. But um, So there'll be a bit of a delay in doing the next um the next round of judging but that mm-hmm. that's, i'm actually happy with the images i got now because i before that i shot a roll of expired you know the 160 that i gave you the ectochrome 160 for your birthday yes yeah. Yeah, i shot yeah, a roll yeah. of that through my lomo lca I, I just don't have very much luck that's it i just don't have very much luck with russian cameras and i think i got about two decent pictures on the whole roll there was loads of issues going on but I've actually got my images now for the my own cross-processing competition, which is great. The big the big news, the big standout star of the last uh, since the last time we spoke was was this little fella. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he's he's not only he's not only the hero of the last couple of months. He's also the biggest villain on earth. Mm. So I bought this at the Brisbane Camera Fair in July. Love this camera. It cost me about sixty five US dollars. The Rico R one. Yeah, I I just was blown away by the second roll I shot on this with Kodak Color Plus, nonetheless. Oh, Color I mean, Plus! You can shoot good pictures <laughs> on Kodak Color Plus. I mean, it's got to be a good camera, right? So um, I was I was blown away. Uh, so. Yeah, I did a video on that, uh, which I I think I shot that about 10 days ago, but I was sick last week for about five days. So yeah. I've only posted it two days ago, this video on my channel. Mm-hmm. It's called something like Rico R1, most pocketable film camera. It's actually one of them. It's doing really, really well. Like it's number one of the last 10 videos on my YouTube. It's a one of 10. Um, Such a good yeah. feeling. Well, I had a, a couple of, <laughs> had a couple of stinkers there. I had the, the Polaroid one I did. I went down to Canberra and I shot some Polaroids. Um, so... The Polaroid videos never do very well. I haven't got the Polaroids here, actually. But the Polaroid yeah. videos never do very well. It's a bit more niche than just general film photography. Mm, yeah. And then I did a, a video on Agent Shadow, and that went down like a lead balloon. Um, so 
So good old Asian shadow, the gift that keeps giving to me. Um, so I had a couple of like, a couple of like, you know, I feel like I was, I'm like a seventies or eighties band and, and the record label are getting a bit antsy because I had a couple of bad singles go out the bottom. They're like, come know? on, we need some, we need and a banger. Yeah, and then yep. the, the Rico R1 come, has brought me back from the brink yeah. of, of YouTube disaster, but it doesn't work anymore. It's, well, that kind um, of, I guess it's kind of like makes up for it you know like it bricked on you but it's it's given you a a, a better um performing i'd rather video. the camera just work you'd rather the camera just work <laughs> but no I, I, I like your thinking feeling. I, yeah. I like your thinking like you've got to find a silver lining yeah. you know but i mean this like the images out i know this is not the best lens in the world ever but the, the, you know the images were sharp beautifully exposed every single shot on that role i took in canberra was beautifully exposed beautiful colors mm. um in focus i mean it, it was just amazing and so I'm, I'm now looking for another one the problem with these is is that if you want a decent one that the lcd working you're looking at around for at least around 400 us dollars yeah and yep. you know for 700 us dollars you could get one of the gr series which are better cameras mm. so do you yep. spend 400 us dollars on one of these or do mm. you upgrade you know uh, to the GR yeah. series. I think that um, I'm, I might be wrong and people can feel free to correct me in the comments if they know, but um, I think that, that that camera is, I think Willem Verbeek did a video. Correct. Uh, yeah. Did he? Yeah. And his LCD screen didn't work as well. Oh, really? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Vague, I have a like vague recollection of that, but yeah. I would imagine that Willie V doing a video on anything is going to really push the price of it up. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I'm sorry that it bricked. It's always the worst feeling um someone asked me the other day they dm'd me and said like i'm like starting out in film photography i really want to get like an l35 af and i was mm. like don't do that like do not buy that as your first film camera because they are very prone to yeah. like having issues and and it's going to be a bit of a nightmare like go with a get a canon rebel g or yeah you know or like i don't know like a pentax spo if you want to get a point I, and shoot i'm feeling know. a bit i think i'll you know what, i think i'm going to throw caution to the wind because i love that camera i think i'm going to buy both a gear i've got a little bit of money aside i still haven't spent it in like a year so i think i'm going to buy both the r1 or the r1s very similar cameras mm -hmm. and i think i'm also going to buy a gr so i think i'm going to buy okay. both okay. um but in terms of the 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 r1 you know, it, it's going to be very much like George W. Bush, you know, fill me once, shame on me, fill me once, <laughs> fill me twice, won't get fooled again. You know what I'm saying? Like if it, if it breaks on me a second time. We're done. Yeah. We're done. We are done. We are D -U -N. over. Yeah. O-V-A-H. <laughs> over. Oh, well, yeah, it's happened to, happens to the best of us with the cameras. Um, we actually haven't really bought much this month. And I'm wondering if maybe that's because we were shooting digicams and not shooting film. I'm not sure. Um, the only thing- Digicams, saving you money, saving the environment. Digicams, they're just, they're the there best. There's a tagline Solve. for your new website. <laughs> digicams solving all the problems. Um, I want to quickly, just uh, before I show off what we've, um, the one thing that we've bought, I'll go through the um, comments a little bit just to say thank you for all of the birthday wishes, everybody. And also, I want to give a big shout out to Matt, Matt Germond or Matt Germond. We weren't sure how you, um, sorry, not you, Matthew Murray. We, we weren't sure how you say your last name. So you'll have to send us a voice message with how you pronounce it. But I wanted to say hello to Coco and Maggie, um, your girls who are watch, watching. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Hello. And um, I think we have a, a, a Jason of Grainy Days in there somewhere too saying happy 30th birthday. Thank uh, you, look, Jason. Kangaroo just hopped by it. my front door here in Australia. <laughs> 
You really got to turn up the the Aussie accent. Turn it, for dial up the Aussie overseas uh, listeners. Yep. Dial up the Aussie. Um, and Anthony's there. Uh, Michael, thank you. Hello, um, hello, Aki. Hello, Glenn. Yes, hello, Aki. Hello, Louis. Awesome. Yeah, hello, everyone. Hi, this Edward, is really awesome. Mark, it feels like Anthony, we're all hanging out. One month, two cameras. Yeah. Joe. Awesome. <laughs> um, you missed anyone? So, I don't, I'm not Ole. sure. I mean, probably, but we can't, you know. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. <clears throat> um, inter- I'm interrupting the flow, I know. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're fine. So, I, I have my own Digicam stories as well, you know. You do? Have you been? Yeah, yeah. You've had a bit have of I, bad luck with digicams you? as well, haven't you? Well, it, the funny thing is, this was the first digital—not this particular one, but this model was the first digital mm. camera I ever bought. It was in nineteen. Well, I was actually did some work for somebody, and they bought it for me. It was like it was like six hundred pounds back then because I was living wow. in the UK. Wow! Oh my god! It was a god. lot. It was, a lot, a lot it was an obscene money. amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I bought it, and uh, it's uh, it's a Fujifilm oh, uh, it camera so cool. designed by F.A. Porsche. So I bought oh. one of these earlier in the year from a guy in Belfast. My old one died. And because like after about three years back in the early 2000s, I just threw it in the bin. Like I didn't get it fixed because yep. it was cost too much money. Mm-hmm. And I was moving back to Australia. I think I just threw it in the bin. But I bought one off a guy in Belfast uh, and I bought it in January. It worked fine. I put it in the in, over there for like a three months. I got it out again. It stopped working. And I was devastated. So I had to buy another one, Lucy Looming, because I have... Like this is my the first one I ever is. had, and I had an affinity with it. So I bought mm. another one of a guy in Austria, and then I ended up he upsold me on a couple of things, and I bought some other stuff. It's not hard to upsell um, you, Matt. No, it's not. It's not, <laughs> not, not hard to do a lot of things with me. And so, but then I found out the other day I got both of them out, and the, the first one works again. Oh, what? And then I won an auction on another one. So you've got three. Maybe. I mean, oh my God. I might have three of these. Um, but I, th- I think you might you have need to do three. a giveaway, Matt. I'd have to do a giveaway, broken <laughs> camera, which is going to brick very soon. And then off the Austrian guy, he, he this guy has got his, his username on eBay, something like Nikon and wine or something like that. Okay. This guy, he must have been like a high end collector of early digicams because you know that that article I sent you all those months ago, Lucy Lumen, about uh, digicams, the new film, and then it was, I think it was on um, Petapixel on the New Road an article. Oh, you did a YouTube about it. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. I'm not sure if you remember, but in that article, there was this camera, the Kyocera DR200. Yes, I think okay. so. Yep. Yep. I kind of become obsessed with it. I kept looking at that mm. article and thinking, this looks like the weirdest camera it ever. It does. It does. Very uh, interesting. So I, I had to buy it, of course. Um, of course. So <laughs> my old mate in, uh, I think his name's Hans or something like that, or I can't remember what his name is. Very something very Austrian, and mm-hmm, um, yep. yeah, old mate sold me this camera. So there's a nice little uh, little image there in the back, and so I bought this one off him as well. Um, so it's a very cool, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Japanese yeah, camera. Yeah, it looks really cool. But it's funny. It's almost like when you're taking a picture, uh, this little blue screen comes up. It's like a, it's almost like you know like the old video screens or the video uh, VCRs like blue. Mm, and they sort of yeah, interlaced. Yeah. yeah. So it's yep, very yep. old, late nineties technology, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah. I love like point and shoots like that. They always have cool features and things that make them like really quirky and make you want them more than to use them really. Like you just want They made them want me. They made they made me want them. <sighs> yes. We actually got a book in the um op shop or thrift in the thrift store. Um it's called Japanese Contemporary Design and it's mm. really cool. It's like there are some cameras in there, but there's heaps of stuff. Um, yeah. I was going to, I was going to maybe do a video um, on it, but it can be hard sometimes to like share a book in a video. Like you've got to, you know, do it well, I guess maybe a live stream could be good, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very cool, very cool book um, with like lots of really nicely designed things in it. Was so. there many cameras in there or? 
There's a couple of cameras, like a couple of pages of cameras, I think. But it's Do you remember more, which models? I can't remember. I'll have to. I, I literally, I have so many books, including the one that you bought me for my birthday. Thank you. And I just like, I think um, me, me and Ali from One Wants Two Cameras joked about it because she's also um, a mom. And she said like, it's a running joke where she'll take a book on holiday and like just not read it or like yeah. it'll be by her bed and it's like you know you've read like two pages of it because it's just mm. so difficult to get through that was one of my goals this year was to finish uh Susan Sontag on photography and that's definitely one that I'm not <laughs> uh I, I'm not nailing um my other goals I've done well but that one's lagging behind because it's quite an intense read so. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear that it <laughs> warms my heart <laughs> You weren't that keen on that on that goal. You should have you got the audio book and then just played it in the car. Yeah, and, uh... I've never tried audio books, but I feel like that would suit me better because like well, I love podcasts and I'm always busy. I like to do two things at once. Like I like to multitask. So yeah, I should try audio Did you know books. that Audible have a free three-month trial? Just use the code analog hour oh, on oh, the well, checkout. I'll I'll be in touch with uh with Audible for a with sponsorship Jeff. opportunity. Yep. I'll be like, hey Jeff. Uh <laughs> Um, okay, so oh, that's what I was going to say. So we bought a lens. Um, it well, Lux bought it. He, I thought he said it was sixty dollars, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. You you can get that. And it turned out it was two hundred and sixty dollars. And then I was like, hang on. But then when I saw the footage from it, I was like, oh, really good. Like we've mounted it to the XT. Did he sort of do that thing where he goes, yeah, no, it was two hundred sixty bucks. Sixty dollars, probably. I reckon because yeah. I I don't normally miss much. So um, but yeah, it's a thirty-five millimeter f two. D series Nikon lens and you know me I'm not much for lenses but I am getting more interested in lenses since like using the Zoico lenses and then seeing the uh b-roll that we got from like this and like the photos and everything it's just like really that's your age really solvent yeah I know you just hit an age you hit 30 and you just become interested in in lenses (laughs) you start commenting on f-stoppers articles oh gosh oh dear um next thing you'd be developing your own film yeah yeah yep yep um and then I've got some film from you, which was really lovely. Um, some Adox and some turquoise, Lomo turquoise, Yay. which is really exciting. Um, not too sure how I'm gonna, yay, how I'm gonna shoot it yet, but um, yeah, I'll have to do some research. I really liked Caleb's photos, like bad flashes. He shot, mm-hmm. um, he shot it in Joshua Tree, and his photos looked really cool. So I think anything to... shot in Joshua Tree National Park would be nice, though, wouldn't it? That's true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I shot mine. I shot. I took a couple of rolls out. Um, I don't know, about 10 days ago now, I went to beautiful Minjerabar, North Stradbroke Island, okay, just right yeah, near where yeah. I live. And it's the second, the world's second biggest sand island. There you go. There's a claim for fame. And it's very beautiful. Lots of beautiful beaches. And you get a ferry across from near where I live. It takes about, uh, a water taxi takes about 25 minutes. And then you get a bus. And I dragged my son along. Mm-hmm. And um, I bribed him with gelato. There's a nice gelato shop at the Point Lookout. And um, yeah, there's like a, a beautiful, like stunning beaches and gorges. And we saw some nice kangaroos, you know, eating berries and stuff. And nice. I shot some, I, I I've went through two rolls of turquoise. Um, so awesome. I'm interested. It's actually, hopefully I'll get the, the scans back Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. And mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to them. But I don't know. I feel like, how do, do you feel like this? I feel like, like I've looked forward to it. I bought a lot of this because I had to, to get the free shipping, waited a year for it. It's finally here. But I don't, I don't know. I just get a feeling I'm not going to like it as much as purple. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think I feel the same. I, I really like the results that I've seen like from purple more than turquoise and I'm not as psyched to shoot this as I yeah. am purple. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think because I liked the I liked when I shot purple, I liked the way like it made like the reds look. I don't really yeah, know yeah, that much yeah. about turquoise in general, but um, I mean, I have seen some really cool results, and I'm excited because I like using these like more fun films. Yeah. Um, but this is something that Lux and I were talking about in the car the other day, um, in terms of like using those sorts of films or or even um, I don't know. We were going to talk about the new Lomography camera that's come out. Yeah. Um, but using sort of toy cameras, like it is really fun, but then at the same time, part of me as as I'm kind of like progressing in my film photography journey. journey. Yes. I'm and the prices go up of film and you know developing. It's like, do I can I warrant sort of shooting that way? Or will I sort of save film for, you know, like my my OM10 or like my, my L35? And then when I want to have fun, I can shoot like I've got a bunch of digi cams and I can kind of get that more yeah. lo-fi sort of look. I know it's not the same and I'm not saying like don't shoot toy cameras or or don't shoot experimental films. It's just yeah. like I think moving into 2023, I'll be kind of like reevaluating how much of that I do purely from a financial point of view, if that makes sense. I don't know how you, uh, I, how I you think feel you're about right. it. But... Like developing has gone up a little bit in the last maybe five years. Like I remember paying $13 for a Devon scan. I think now I've uh, you know switched labs and send, but I've now with Ikigai and Ikigai is 15 Australian dollars Devon scan. Uh, very good, you know, Devon scan, mm. very great scans. That's about 10 US dollars, by the way. Uh, so like a roll of 36, I'm, I'm happy with that cost. So to me, yeah. the, the price of Devon scan has only really gone up with inflation. The, the, the major cost, as we all know, is the film. I mean, like, yeah. you know, like um, Ikigai actually did a, a TikTok yesterday of, you know, B&H New York selling uh, Roller Color Plus for 16, 16 17 US dollars. <gasps> And oh then God, I think that's ex, ex tax, isn't it? Because I think depending on which state you live in in, mm. in America, you then add tax on. I mean, that's yeah. twenty US dollars for a roller color plus almost. I, I don't know, but it's, like that is yeah. the big cost. Like, um, mm. so yeah, I do have quite a bit of film, but I, I think I'm in a way the same. Like, I don't. Sometimes I used to just throw a roll in a camera to muck around and test it, but yeah, I think those days are kind of over in a way. Hey, totally. Yeah, I see. Um, like we were watching Analog Resurgence. The, mm -hmm. the channel is he i think he's canadian um we were watching his channel last night which i really like and he was shooting two polaroid cameras the one that you have um i mean you've got a few that doesn't really narrow it down the one that folds down sx70 or was it the no not the sx70 the other one, the one that, yes that's it that yeah, one yeah, yeah. he was shooting that and then like a cheap like a cheaper just sort of yeah. box one and then comparing them which was helpful so thank you for doing it but was the when SLR he was when he was shooting they kind of looked similar really like like everything sort of looked the same you know it wasn't like mm. oh there's a huge difference to warrant the price i personally um, i think there is a, a significant difference it, but it depends on the how he shot it and everything i know yeah. it's so like there's so many variables and like he was shooting kind of i think which was all that was available to him with quite sort of drab scenes like not with a lot of color he shot like and he found an abandoned place and he was shooting that so quite lucy messy. lumen calls canada drab that's the next headline. <laughs> oh, You've offended God. a whole country. <laughs> Canada is drab, says Lucy Lumen. Camera revival. Like we're deleting that interview we did with you. Um, no, it just like you know, like the, the sun wasn't out. It yeah. wasn't like you know the, the Gold Coast kind of weather that you know. Not everywhere's the Gold Coast. I know, Lucy I know, Lumen. I know. We're very lucky, but. Yeah, like when I'm shooting Polaroid, like I want to get lots of color. I mean, I yeah, did absolutely. everything. So yeah, your shots definitely showcase that camera better. But my point being that he was shooting the same scene, like one on one camera and one on the yeah. other camera. Mm -hmm. And like, I was just like, oh, that's so much money for like the same photo to make a video, <clears> which I appreciate people doing. 
but it's many... getting to the point where I'm like, I just, I'm not going to like just run a roll of film through to just be like, let's compare this or let's do this just because, you, you know, like I want to be more intentional with it. Being it's probably like how many, has he, it is. has he got a lot of subscribers on YouTube? I'm not sure actually. Um, I think he's a pretty, like, he's a fairly like decently sized channel. I guess there's a um, sweet spot where the amount of mm, money he'd earn from the maybe. ad income would pay for the film. So, he'd, you know, yeah, that, yeah, it's yeah. got a zero sum game. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. I guess um, if you make the money back, but yeah. Yeah. To me, to me, like the SLR 680 um, is a significantly better camera than the box cameras. It just, it just is. Um, mm. So, but, but again, it depends if you're shooting at infinity, like mountain range, you're probably not going to notice a difference and yeah. it depends on the lighting. It depends on a lot yep. of factors, but it, it, to me, it is a significantly better camera. Mm, yeah. Your shots looked amazing. Like those, um, shots that you got in your video looked like, yeah, the flowers. Oh yeah. The ones those hotel camera. room ones that yeah. you got. Like I loved, yeah, I those, loved those. Those hotel Polaroids I got, Lucy Lumen. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they, they, it did surprise me, but I mean, it was fresh film from the Netherlands that I got and I was nervous about taking it down to Canberra. Um, but no, they, they turned out really well, probably around, I'd say about 50% of them I was really happy with the others were okay. But, and, and the other ones being okay was my bad choice of composition more than anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just checking the comments here, Matt, sorry to be rude to you. This is a real juggling act. Like it is, I've only really seen like I've never seen anyone in the photography space other than Hashem do live streams. Mostly like I'll see Lux watch gaming channels and they do oh, yeah. live streams or like finance and they'll do it, which yeah. two, two topics that don't really interest me that much. Um, but yeah, so it's quite a juggling act, but I'm sure we'll get, we'll get better at it. Um, but Molly Anderson saying that she can't wait for turquoise to show up, but she doesn't know when it's going to happen. And Christina's Christina. still waiting. Yeah, yeah. Christina's still waiting. Interesting. Funny that we got, like, well, you, you, you got yours. Um, and then, um, Aki Soga said, just dropped off a roll um, of turquoise at my local lab today. I had no idea how to shoot it. So let us know, um, Aki, how you how you shot it and, you know, what you shot, what you shot it with. We'd I think that's a know. good thing. Like people, when I when I did the, um, what was it, the purple competition, people were saying to me, how do I shoot purple? What should I do? What should... And I was like, just go shoot it. Like it doesn't really, like don't overthink it. Just mm. get out there and shoot it. And, and then from your first roll, you'll work out what looks good and what doesn't. That's what I think. Totally. I think that's true. Same with the cross processed. I think people were like, Oh, how do I approach yeah. this? What do I do? And pretty much everything that was in the competition looked really good. And yeah, you just sort yeah. of have, it's a chance to have fun with it, I think. But then yeah. in saying that too, I think there are like when I researched purple, there's, I think Lomography had a good kind of um, uh, article on like the different ISOs to get mm. like different sort of ranges of color. And yeah. I found that really interesting. And there was a lot of good articles like, um, ex explaining that and how to get like this sort of look or this sort of look. So if you want to yeah. nail a specific Absolutely. thing, then, um, you can do your research as well, yeah. but you can also just shoot it and just be like, let's just see what happens. And that's fine. So for sure. Awesome. Um, Anthony's asking Matt, when you're in Canberra, did you get to the national portrait gallery? No, I did not. Anthony it's right next door. I actually went to the national gallery, which is right next door to the national portrait gallery, but mm -hmm. I did not. Um, I, I was, it was, the light was fading in Canberra. Canberra gets very cold and very mm, lonely. Really cold. Yeah. So I, I had my little scooter and I went to the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the national gallery of Australia. I didn't go to the portrait gallery next time. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go. I know that that's um, one of Anthony's um, favorites and um, also a good time to mention uh, Miss Joey Chan of um, her film stories yeah. um, and our stories on film. They have just released um, a zine 
um, which is uh, made up of 33 um, female and non-binary artists from like all over the world exploring the theme of identity. So you can pre-order it over on their like Instagram. There's a link there. And also I spoke about it in my newsletter. So I'll link that below. Um, they're trying to sell hundred copies in October, which I reckon they will do for sure. Cause it looks like a really cool um, zine, but Joey Chan had a, um, a portrait in the uh, mm. prize for this year, um, a portrait, really beautiful portrait of her grandmother. Um, so I'll link that below as well. There's a little video of her talking about it. Um, in the gallery and it's quite moving it made me cry so um, nice. if, you, if you need to cry then hit hit that link in the <laughs> in the description um all right moving on what else do we have to cover Matt? hello terence from california oh yes mr. hello mr riala yeah love a bit of riala i think um I'm pretty sure terence uh yeah shot shot riala after seeing my video oh, and we've had a right. couple of back and forth about how great that film i never shot riala I think yeah. Matthew Joseph uh, just had a role um, that he's taken to New Zealand with him. So, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, he's a big fan. He he gave me some pictures for my um, video that I did on it. So, yeah, mm. love Riala. I try not to think about it, to be honest, because it was so good uh, and I'm not going to get any, again, not that I know of. So You've got to um, face reality. Oh. Oh, sorry, I can't, I can't help it. I can't help it. Uh, thanks, Dad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a gift. What can I say? So what else what else is happening or what else did we want to um discuss do we want to talk about the lomo the new lomography camera i don't know that much about Suppose. it so maybe well do, should i show you my next my next new per i haven't gone through all my purchases oh you haven't yet. gone through your purchase. i'm no. sorry i'm sorry no. matthew you've just got you're a machine you're a shopaholic I'm, I'm, I'm a, yeah so i bought this this is the minolta uh tc1 oh nice it kind of has like a uh, 35 ti feel like yeah, with it, the, the, the like stainless stainless, stainless steel, steel yeah titanium yeah. sort of titanium, stuff titanium yeah. um so yeah it's a very nice little camera i was looking at these from japan but i picked managed to pick one up here in australia i've done i did two test rolls in two days uh in the lab we've got those pictures so uh, i'm hoping it is okay um but yeah I'm, I'm i've been having a lot of fun with that um nice. what else lucy lehman oh and lucy lehman i bought your favorite thing lucy lehman i know you always love when i talk about buying these what did you buy? Batteries. Ah, oh, so exciting. <laughs> Lux is like obsessed with batteries. He's always buying batteries. You can never have enough. He's bought like a whole thing from like Bunnings, which is like a hard hardware store. Yeah. Um. So he's got little drawers for like all the different batteries for everything. And he just, he, he always has a second battery. And I mean, it's good. Cause like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna think about that. So yeah. Um, but yeah, every, every household needs a battery organizer. He's a battery man or, or woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, what, we, I thought we did turquoise. You want to talk talk more about turquoise? Um, I, is there anything else that you want to say no. about it? I mean, I feel like I'm pretty much. That's, oh, that's, sorry, that's... I think you sorry. I think it's my brain. I think you said Lomography's camera, not Lomography's film. Yes, yeah, yeah. The new sorry. camera. What's it called? Uh, it is called. Sorry, I'm very unprepared. The apparat. Is that right? Apparat. It's on the front of the. I think so. Yeah, I can yeah. look on my phone, but I, I don't know if I can handle another um another screen the here. Apparat, Lomo Apparat. Okay. Uh, so it is a. Is it? 20, I think I'm pretty sure it's twenty one mil, isn't it? Yeah, it's a wide angle. It's a I wide think. angle camera. Yep. Um, yep. twenty one mil, a classic vignetting, high contrast. Um, so it, it comes in two different colors: the the black one and the more kind mm. of um different. Uh, colorful one yeah straight off the bat i love the look of the camera mm. like as soon as i saw it i was like oh like this looks so cool um so definitely that's definitely a plus um yeah but we'll talk a little bit more about the um photos i've seen like a couple of photos and i was when i saw the photos i was a bit like oh 
don't know if I'd want to buy it. I'm not sure how much it is. Um, it's 109 US dollars. Okay. Uh, for the black one, 119 for the uh, for the colorful one. I'd go for the colorful one personally. Yeah, I did sure. see someone post it in a group, a Facebook group, and Alex Lux from the uh, Classic Camera Revival said he had his on pre-order. So I went okay. straight there thinking, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order one of these. Why not? hundred bucks. I'll have a bit of fun. Yep. The problem though is, is the same problem with Lomography with turquoise in that when they have an, a, a product on, uh, it's coming up for pre-order. Mm. I thought I'll just, it's, I think it's coming out in like November or something or something like that. It's coming up very soon. So yeah, coming up very soon, November, December, it's shipping. Yep. So I thought I'm just going to buy this. And then out of living here in Australia, we have to order 300 US dollars worth of stuff to get free shipping. Right. So I thought I'm going to buy the camera. That'll be a hundred bucks. I'll just buy $200 with a Lomography film. I like their stuff. Right. And I'll get free shipping. But of course the problem with Lomography is same with turquoise. If they have something on pre-order, that's not immediately available. You can't order anything, but the item that's on pre-order. So you can't order the new camera and, and add some film to it. And like mix and like, it in, like do it, like, pick and mix. You yeah, can't, and like you just, just gotta be the one thing. Just send me the film when you uh. get the, like when the camera comes in, like I don't want the film now, but yeah, you can't. And so that put me off because they wanted to charge me 35 US dollars shipping. And I'm like, uh, I, mm. you know, like it's going to be yep. over 200 Australian dollars. And I'm like, uh, I, you know, it, it can completely put me off. Uh, I mean, is this vastly different to a lot of other cameras out there? It's a bit different. It's got the, the, the splitter thing where you can do like, you know, split kind mm, of frames. Yeah, yep. yeah. Which is cool. That's yeah. a cool, fun feature. And then it's got a little, has it got the little like, um, cellophane thing to, yeah for flash gels for flash, the flash. Gels, that's it. yeah, yeah. Yep. cellophane yep. thing <laughs> yeah no that's exactly what they are uh, colored gel filter slider yeah. they call them yeah so it, it does look like a lot, a lot of fun the only thing was i got an email this morning i briefly checked my emails this morning and they got the guy from in an instant to, to review this camera which i thought was bizarre mm, i saw the that thumbnail for that uh on youtube but i haven't watched it yet uh, but yeah uh, and don't get me wrong I, like he, he does amazing his, his video quality production is amazing mm. and he does a lot of good uh, videos about instant photography. Very well put together, yeah. Why would you yep. choose an instant Him. photographer? For, I mean, I'm not saying he can't take normal photos, but I just thought it was a weird thing. Like, of all the people in the world, they're going to choose, <laughs> hey, we've got this new film camera. Uh, let's give it to the guy who runs the instant channel. Uh, I would have thought they would give it to yeah. someone. I don't know. I think maybe, uh, maybe. Maybe they chose him because the Polaroid instant sort of crowd, like instant film crowd, yeah, yeah. are like fun and kind of like they they like that sort of vibe and they would cross over into this sort of lomography mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Like, you know how like, yeah, lomography shooters are very like, you know, they're a certain type of person um, and, you know, then you've got your more 35 millimeter people or your, you know, like film shooters on the other side. And then there's the 120 millimeter people. And then there's those 120 millimeter people. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag 120 millimeter. Um, Yeah. So I think maybe that's why, maybe like maybe from a marketing perspective, they chose him because they thought, oh, he's got a fun channel and he's shooting some film and Mm. people, um, you know, I I can't really think off the top of my head who else you would send that to. Well, see, they recently featured Claire Marie Bailey, uh, of course, who's one of the hosts on the Sunny 16 podcast. And she does a lot of double exposures and a lot of, you know, alternate, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, like alternative experimental. Yeah, experimental double exposures and colourful stuff. I would have thought that out of the two, she would be a better fit, but maybe she didn't want to, like, who knows? Maybe she wasn't offered it, but maybe. you know, it, it's inter- it is interesting, but um, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean though. Um, I mean, I'm sure that it'll come out, uh, be sent to like other people. Mm. Um, I'd, 
I feel like Molly, like Eclecticrome, would would make some cool work with that camera. Like she's always up mm. for like trying kind of anything, you know. So um, <laughs> she's up for anything. <laughs> Sorry, Molly. Um, yeah. So hopefully, uh, she it's the second time it. you've been cancelled this podcast. <laughs> And we're live too. We can't even edit it out. This is a Lucy Byrne book. Oh no, the Byrne book. <laughs> I, I'm going to get other people to start doing like online contributions. You can to have this like a, a like a Byrne ebook for like yeah. people in the comments yeah, to yeah. Uh, to burn Lucy. Lucy's Lehman. e Byrne book. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. So Ali from One Month Two Cameras is saying, in an instant, is a partner in Brooklyn film camera now. So it makes uh... a bit more sense. Okay, thank you, Ali. That's uh, probably probably another reason why they chose him. He does put together a really good video too. His, like, his video production like is his very, production. very good. There's an, a yeah. good interview with him on uh, Analog Talk. Um, I always call it Analog Hour. I get, I get their show and our show confused. Um, Analog Talk, they interviewed him and he talks about like the studio setup he has and kind of his back mm. story. And it's really interesting. And mm. you kind of get an idea of like, okay, that's why your production quality is so high. Mm. A lot of the time it's because people have experience. You know, you think like, oh, how yeah, come yeah. this guy's just pumping out this really? And you're like, oh, okay, you've got a background in it. Yeah, like, for it's sure. quite a learning curve for regular folk like you and I, Matt. Um, Aki Soga saying, does it have a glass lens? And if it's a plastic lens, how much better would it be than the Rito yeah, Ultra Wide? That's slim, a really which good. Is exactly what I was thinking um, as well, yeah. Aki, because I have the the Rito Ultra Wide and Slim, and I know he does as well. So yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, I've already got that. So do I really need to get the? That, that is a really good point, Aki makes because yeah. someone else. I also saw someone else make the similar comment. 21 mil lens. You know, is this being made by who knows? Who's it being made by? Is it made by Lomography or is it made by a company like Rito under license to Lomography? I, I have no idea. But yeah, if yeah. it's 21 Mysteries. mil lens, it could be the same lens yeah. or a very similar lens. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting that there's new stuff, um, which if anybody wants uh, a full rundown of any headlines in the film photography community and what's going on, there's a lot more than you would think that there is. Um, Molly's newsletter, I, I'll link that below as well when we put this out. Um, she put out a newsletter this morning um, and she listed all the things that are going on because she's writing for 35 MMC mm -hmm. doing like a news part. So she's yeah. kind of all over anything that's happening in the film photography world. So definitely check that out if you want a more like comprehensive look at everything that's being released and going on. Cause I was like, Oh wow, there's quite a lot happening more than I thought. So. Yeah. I've actually made a decision. I don't think I'm going to buy that Lomography camera simply because I just looked okay. up on my toy camera shelf up here, which you can't I see. I saw you looking up. Yes. But I've got a Lomography fisheye I bought that I got off like, you know, like marketplace or something for cheap, yeah, yeah. never used. Mm -hmm. I've got a boxed, Optimat, which is the camera which eight lenses in, like mm -hmm. an action sampler. I've got action samplers. I've got the weird one where you pull it out like a, a doll. And yeah. I go, rawr, rawr. So I've got all sorts of cameras. I've got the, the Hello Kitty. Hang on. Yeah, you've I got a lot of kind of novelty cameras. So I've got the cute. Kitty Nyanya. Oh my God. It's obnoxious is what it is. It's completely obnoxious. Uh, so I've got so many toy cameras. I probably don't need another one. I wouldn't yeah. mind La, La Sardina. Is it La Sardina? Is that how you say it? They look, I, I've really liked the look of them. They're just a bit too much money than I want to spend on one. But yeah, I think you, I mean, like, I want to say, like, you need to curb your spending, but uh, curb my enthusiasm. Uh, yeah, curb your enthusiasm for film photography, Matt. But I'm a bit more, like, just in general, like, I think your normal spend, spending habits will just come through 
in in the in the hobby you know and I'm like I try to be a little bit more conservative with everything so mm. um but it, it is it is hard when you especially watching youtube videos too like we all just feed each other oh, yeah need for like new yep new gear it's like when i when when you were going to buy the pen ft you borrowed oh, yeah. mine and then you were <laughs> going to buy then you were going to buy one and i was talking to you and, and lux about it and I, I said to Lux, oh, if I was going to buy one, I'd buy a black one. If I was going to buy one again. And then he said, oh, do you think this one's a good deal? I said, oh, that one's a really good deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he bought it and I'm like, I want a black one now. You know what I mean? I it's ridiculous because my one, my silver one, which is up there somewhere, is beautiful. Yeah. And I, you know, I, it, it, it's silly, isn't it? I was going to, and I was it looking at really black silly. one. Should I buy a black one as well? And I, yeah. I remember it, listening silly, to that voice message in the that car. Rant. And I was like, just shaking my head while I was driving. So I was like, if you buy a black one when you've got like a silver one that's exactly the same and it's fine, like mm. that is that is crazy to me. But yeah. um, yeah, I know it's it's hard. Um, thank you for more birthday wishes from everybody. And Ali's saying she did a deep dive on the camera last night, and it is a plastic lens. Yep. Um, anything? So else I think there usually we... with lamography, they what the cameras they have with the glass lenses are a bit more expensive than that hundred US dollar price point. Mm. um so yeah that makes sense yep what about uh Leica do we want to talk about well everyone got really excited a couple of months ago about this new Leica affordable camera which is Mm. a bit silly really I mean Leica are a luxury brand (laughs) and if if you need to ask the price you can't afford it right Mm -hmm. that's a simple um you know matter um I don't know I'm not a Leica person I don't know much about Leica what I do know about Leica is that most Leica cameras I believe are almost all entirely handmade in Germany, I believe. Please, someone in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Peter Davison, let's talk about Leica. Woo, um, hey, Pete. So, uh, yeah, so it's put me off now. Um, anyway, you put me off, Pete, <laughs> saying that. Because he, he has a Leica, so I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about now. But the thing is this, that, that the rumour is that they're going to bring out an M6 reissue of the classic M6, mm-hmm. limited to 500, and everyone's getting angry and saying, well, oh, there's only 500. But the, the fact of the matter is this, you know, Leica hand make cameras, okay? They're not some massive factory with huge production lines churning out. out a yeah. 10 million Olympus mm. new cameras, plastic yeah. cameras, they're mm. handmade cameras. They were never, ever going to make 20,000 of these. Right. Yeah. And so they've made 500. They're making them for collectors. The majority of these cameras, the 500 cameras, when they're sold, if, if there are 500, they're going to sit on shelves. People are going to buy them as an investment piece. Five yeah. years down the track, they're going to sell them for, for profit. These, these are not cameras that generally film for people getting into film photography or me and you are going to go buy because we either we can't afford them mm-hmm. or we won't be able to get one. These yep. are these this is, a, this is a way for Leica to make money yeah. and good on them. That That's their niche. Yeah, totally. That is their niche. And I think you've got to understand that like that's the game they're in and they're not going to change. What are you laughing at? Pete saying sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't want a Leica, even if I could afford one, even though we would have one. You I have one. one. But you well, have we one. do. We do have one. Liar. Yeah. That's true. Actually, <laughs> I forgot about that. But it's not like a, you know, it's not a rangefinder or it's not like it's a not $10, a super, dollar Leica. It's, not a super... it's only like a $2,000 Leica. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you, um, with, with you there, Matt. And it's, it's a, it is a privileged thing to be able to buy. But then we've talked about this before on the show that like film photography in general is kind of, has an element of, of privilege to it in that like you know worrying about the price of film or it puts you yeah. in a different category to 
you know, other people who are worrying about like putting food I on mean, the table or things like that. So I, I guess it's also about priorities. I mean, look, if I sold like 10 cameras, I, I could go and buy an M6, the new M6 tomorrow. Mm, that's true. And I'm, that's not a bragger. And it's just like, I've got so much money tied up in other cameras. Like I've got a Pentax yeah. 645 over there I don't use. Yep. I've got this SQA mm-hmm. um, that I've used one, I've put one roll of film through in six, seven yeah. years. So if I sold stuff, I could afford to like it, but I don't know, like, uh, would it, I don't know. You've got to think about what it adds to you. It's also yeah. part of your personality too. Like I always think about, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this is right. Um, Hunt, like Hunter S Thompson was like a, uh, a big one for saying like buy quality clothes, like, you know, just yeah. have like five shirts that are really well made. And then you just wear those and they last you for a really long time. Yeah. And that suits, um, certain people. Hunter S Thompson wasn't shopping at Kmart. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> The no, shirt's there last about a year and that's it. <laughs> yeah, if that, yeah. So yeah, it's like this, the, but like those cheaper things are a bit of a false economy like Kmart um, mm. where you or Walmart, like the Rico whatever R1. the one would be. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. spend 60 Shoot bucks on a Rico R1, kids. Yeah. Um, so, save your pennies for a like. But the thing about Leica is this, like you didn't have to buy a lens, right? Yeah, that's so, true. So, I mean, you could go down the, there are some nice uh, other M-mount lenses mm. that aren't Leica ones. Yeah. I think there's a nice, is it a Color Scope R lens? Of, is it a Voigtlander? Sure. I, 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 I think a Voigtlander, that sounds, yeah, yeah like I've Voigtlander. had that before. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's just pretend we know what we're talking about when yeah. we're talking about M-mount. <laughs> Matt and Luke um, are talking about Leica cameras. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, the other thing it, it kind of puts me off is I know that um, Peter, who 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 was watching, he's probably turned off by now. Yeah, mentions, yeah, he's like he, these he two. bought one, and I know he had huge problems with huge it. Huge problems. Took it back and got a refund. And terrible customer service. I was uh, I was privy to all that was going on with Pete and Laka, and I couldn't believe. Um, you know, I said to him, um, it it would be like buying something in Chanel or somewhere like that, and then like them not like pretty much bending over backwards for you because that's what you'd expect. <laughs> I don't know who's bending over for anyone, Lucy Lemon. Can we get back to cameras? Oh, God. Um, you've totally put me off now, Matt. Um, but, you know, you'd expect a level of customer service from somewhere yeah, when you're spending sure. that much that much money. The you much I mean, you'd, you'd expect that anywhere, though, really. Like, I don't want to put it like people who've got the money to spend should get the better customer mm. service. Like, you know, yeah, in yeah. our day and age, everyone should be putting that, like, you know, uh, at the forefront. But, yeah, it's it, that also sort of was surprising to me. Um, to hear Pete's experience yeah. with Lyca, but um, yeah. Anything else? Are we moving on from Lyca? Have we done that? Done that topic? I don't know. I think we've done that. I've I've told yeah. told you about my my R one dying, but I love it and I want another one, but I don't want to spend the money. I told we talked about turquoise, talked about digicams. Um, what else? What else have we got on the radar? Have we got any hot topics, Lucy Lemon? The, well, um, there the was... Mike Gutterman style hot topic. <laughs> That's a very good Mike Gutterman uh, impression. Um, I think. Uh, what are we gonna the article that you sent me just before about uh the Royals? What's her name? Mm. Kate, Kate, okay, so tell this I'm is not an a article. Royals fan. Kate so Middleton, is that her name? I'll give you the, the background to this, Lucy Lumen, and you can mm-hmm. give us your wise opinion. Okay, so uh, the the prince, the new princess of Wales, Kate Middleton, of course, has been married to Prince Willie, as we like mm-hmm. to call him, um, Absolutely. for some time, <laughs> Prince Willie. <laughs> so, um, Kate Middleton, uh, is you know, an art, I think she's an arts graduate or something of some university in Scotland or something, and she's she's into photography, and I'm pretty sure she shoots with Fuji Film X series, so she's she knows the camera is well done. Yeah, yeah, Lux was saying that before, I was like, yeah, oh, she okay, with, yeah, Fuji yeah. Film X. 
so that that's fantastic. And she, what she does is she takes photographs of her family, like a lot of other people in the world. And she, you know, they're, they're given to the, the media and they're published, you know, on their birthdays or at special occasions. Mm. Now someone has actually come out, it was in the daily mail. So it, it's got to be a quality article if it was in the daily mail, but someone's come out and said, uh, Royal, a Royal photographer, John Swanell has come out and said, she is denying others to make their name. Of course, back in the olden days in the eighties or nineties or the sixties or whatever, you know, it's a photographers would be brought in to photograph the Royal children or the Royal family. Mm -hmm. And that would be their thing, you know, like whether it's, you know, same with artists, like artists, they used to commission artists all the time to do portraits of Queen Elizabeth II. And so it would be a big break for people to get this opportunity to, to photograph or to, to, to draw or paint someone famous. And so what this the, uh, Royal photographer, John Swannell is saying is that Kate Middleton taking photos of her own family and publishing them is denying others an opportunity, uh, other photographers an opportunity. Now I've got my own thoughts about this, Lucy Lehman, but what do you think? So I think there's two sides to the, the, the coin here uh, as most things. Um, so it, on one hand, it's like, well, it's kind of normal to be taking photos of your family. That's like mm. a very normal thing to be doing. And she obviously enjoys photography. Like you said, she's shooting with yeah. like Fuji X and I think we saw a photo of her, like an older photo with like a Canon G9 as well, what? which we used recently. I think, I think we were like trying to, you know, when you're trying to zoom in and really have a look. Um, so she's obviously, you know, very passionate about photography and it's like mm. her hobby. And then she's like taking photos of her children, pretty normal. Yeah. Um, so, you know, should she like be denied that? Um, no, but maybe she could possibly like throw someone a bone and be like, hey, do you want to photograph me? Because I know that it will offer you so much. And it's like very a very small thing that she can do. She can still take photos of her kids and whatever um, and, and have those photos for like herself mm. or sometimes use them for media, I suppose, if she really likes them. Yeah. But every now and then kind of, you know, give back because, I mean, come on, they've got a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the royal family in general um but yeah i think she could uh yeah throw someone a bone and, and help project somebody's career mm. um and make a name for themselves what do you think i, I agree 100 that's exactly what i was going to say like think about it she's got three kids right charlotte louis and george i don't know, I don't know. I don't know. anyway so you know there's three kids okay so every year they could bring in three photographers from country, the Commonwealth countries, you know, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the Bahamas, Jamaica, Grenada, St. Kitts and Nevis, get a young photographer from these yep. countries three a year into photograph the kids. And then they've got their big break. Right. Yep. And then she can publish the photos at, you know, the, the intimate moments at home when mm -hmm. she grabs a camera and like, you know, Prince Louis on his Xbox playing Fortnite or. <laughs> Do you reckon he or, plays Fortnite? <laughs> I don't know. Or Charlotte. <laughs> You know, Charlotte laying down some sick, you know, riffs on the guitar or something. You know what I mean? Like those moments where you're not going to, it's unscripted moments where when the photographer comes in, they're not going to, might not they're be not doing that stuff. That. Yeah, they might yeah, not feel yeah. comfortable. You know, yeah. she could do a whole load of work around that, right? And that would be content that people would want to see. Before those set moments, the, the, you know, it's Louis's 15th birthday or third birthday or whatever, how old he yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. throw someone a bone, like let yeah. him come in and take a photo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of taking that away from people. Um, I'm not sure if she's conscious about that, but, um, and you know, I'm sure that it's, there's a lot of like my, my grandma, she's 96 and she's actually the same age as the queen. She was born on the same day yeah. and she's now outlived the queen, which is pretty mm. impressive considering she's just like a, a regular person who's not maintained at the same level as the queen would have been. So well, well done, Nan. Go, Absolutely. go Mary. Um, Nan and Lumen, well done. She, yes. 
those lumen jeans. <laughs> so she she said, oh, you know, poor poor queen, you know, must have, you know, been really hard for her, so much pressure and all that. And I'm like rolling my eyes behind her like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're saying that, you know. But it's because she's like older and they people older people tend to be like that with the royals, you know, like they're kind of tied mm. to it. Yeah. Um, and so I think... Uh, like you could say like, you know, you feel bad for, for not feel bad for Kate, but there's an element of like, yeah, you know, she's just a mom. Like, even though she's yeah, a royal, absolutely. she is just a person and she's, you know, she's just taking photos of her kids and now she's like under all this scrutiny. And this, you shouldn't be doing in, that. In this, so, you know, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Like you're a monster. So from that side of the argument, like I can't understand it, but at the same time, like she knew what she was signing up for when she married Willie, Willie. you know, like, and she's cut from that like same cloth anyway isn't she like she, she went to uh, she went to Eton or she's not an her? aristocrat I believe but she is you know, quite she's, posh she's a bit she's um, on the liker end of the spectrum she's not probably. a she's not a toy yeah. camera like no she's not she, she ain't buying nothing from Lomography <laughs> I can tell you that right now um but the thing is this like yeah at the end of the day she is a mum of course she wants to take pictures of her kids like and I think it's a bit mean I think there's been some criticism over her photography skills and all this which I think uh, is a bit kind of mean like yeah that's bullshit yeah you should um these young children watching Lucy Lumen oh sorry sorry very sorry. We'll, we'll edit that oh, out in the uh... gosh. edit that out of the live stream. Yeah, let's do let's do that. Uh, anyway, I'm really passionate about defending the the mom. The mom in me was like, you yes, know, you were, yes, you're, you're a tiger mom. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I think I, I yeah I do feel for her in that way. But at the same time, she knew what she was signing up for, and you kind of have to like augment your life a little bit and understand yeah. that you know you've got to do you know, and they're all about tradition as well. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I assume it's tradition to have someone come in and do the the, the, the photos, or I, I, I don't know. Well, see, the Queen but- was no. There's many, many posts after the Queen died about all her her cameras, and she was feel, yeah. she, like like it was one of her, I don't know which one it was, but people will probably tell us in the comments. But she, yeah, yeah, she photographed loads of Likers. She had a Roly, one of the little Roly thirty five cameras, and yeah, yeah. Um, so Edward Edward Iglesias is saying she may be a Liker, but not a Hassy. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> nice one. Um, I can see that there's some music chat going on in the um, comments as well between uh, Lux and Michael about synths and guitars, I think. So that's nice for them. So Ed, um, Ed has put a comment. What's your go-to film stock and ISO? Yes, I think I missed that one. Um, well, my go-to film stock, I mean, it's hard to define like go, go-to. Like my go-to was like Color Plus because it's like it was cheaper and I could buy a brick of it. But now it's kind of like creeping up to the other ones. So um, I would say like, I would probably say more like Ektar. Like, oh, I was going to say Ektar yeah. straight off the bat for you. Yeah, 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 for sure. I just think with go-to, like go-to is a bit different to favourite. You know, like favourite is like, you know, that's my like my favourite film yeah. stock is Ektar, but my go-to, I'm go-to not putting Ektar one. in a camera every time I go out. Because... No, go-to one's probably one that maybe is cheaper, reliable, you know what you're shooting rather yep. than favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 100 ISO. It's fine. And I have shot Ektar at night to flash and it looked great. Like I think mm. Ektar is a lot more capable than we maybe give it credit for, I think. But, yeah. um, but as far as, yeah, like color plus normally, like I have, I have, I think I have two bricks of it at the moment because we sort of bought up a lot of it that or Fuji, um, like C200 yeah. because uh, we got quite a, a, a lot, of, a lot of that a little while ago. And yeah, I think that's actually better than color plus like it's got more character and more kind of like defined, really? defining things I, I think so yeah I, I, re- felt- I swing from you know do you swing from like Kodak tree to, to Fuji tree? you know you're Ugh. like I love fitting they're like oh no no I'm all about like Kodak and then it's like you know I don't know why we feel like we have to pick 
I like them all, to be honest. C200's probably my more more my go-to over because of availability. Mm. And I think I I really like C200. I would say that the Kodak films like Gold is obviously warmer. Kodak Color Plus is obviously warmer and it seems to have more grain to it. Mm. Um, I would say C200 is more of a, I don't know, I think it's it's kind of a almost a better 200 speed film if you're looking for something that hasn't got as much strong character it's just a nice film yeah uh, i don't yeah. know that's what i would have thought but i could be wrong i don't but, know i feel like i've gotten really good like the greens obviously are really good mm, and then those fuji greens yeah yeah and just like i don't know we've just got really good shots with it um uh, and i don't know i just feel like it's sometimes color plus can be a little bit like kind of neutral or bland like looking like nothing like in comparison to shooting something like Echo, where are you getting your scans really done um popping oh, i actually haven't shot color plus in a my while C200 scans so. are very nice. <laughs> um but I, actually i saw on facebook somebody posted or luck showed me because i don't have facebook um somebody had pushed kodak color plus yeah. and it was like a girl on a beach and she was wearing like all red and yeah. um it was the, like fill fill flash so like that obviously enhanced it but he was like oh i pushed color plus and i was like that's i think i saw those shots did you see that oh they the red was like screaming it was like oh it was yeah. just like it was so like lucy lumen like i was like oh my god i want to do that so i'm More ready lucy to than like lucy lumen yeah i'm ready to shoot to push some color plus if anyone's pushed color plus uh let us know in the comments how you how you went how you went with it i haven't pushed mm. that much film in my in my life in my 30 almost 30 years so mm. New decade goals, Lucy Lumen. Yes, yeah, yep. Um, have we got so, any more hot topics? Uh, Matt Gutterman's hot topics. We're gonna have to have another one, haven't we? Um, I I read an article um just before we hopped on, and it was uh it was it was very sort of poorly written, and it was kind of it made me really angry. So I'll just hey, hey, wait. Is this briefly. one of my F-stoppers articles? <laughs> No, it'd be more likely to be one of mine. I'm, I'm a, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I think you're, you have a lot more practice with writing than I do. I think I'm getting better, but like, I always sort of have to find myself having to like rearrange my sentences a lot or like proofread. And obviously like the F-stoppers, um, editors will like, you know, help you out and fix things up. But, um, yeah, I de- you're definitely the more well-written of the, well, I, I would, when you say I have more practice, I, I, I write about one article every three months. So <laughs> I, I think I, I think I have less practice. That's true. Actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm really proud of myself for keeping to my four articles a month, um, for the last three months or four mm. months I've been writing for them. So yes, I'm very proud of myself, but this article, um, it was on the like digicam camcorder yep. sort of vintage digital trend but the way it was written was very uh you know like they interviewed kind of you know the you know the crowd of kind of younger girls that are shooting disposables um mm-hmm. and you know they sort of interviewed those types of people about it and um they kind of just were making fun of them and like the guy that had wrote it was like kind of making out like you know women have this frivolous interest in photography in this way and um, and then he was went on to urge older readers, like kind of boomers and that sort of age group, to um, you know find your like early two thousands gear and sell it for an inflated price to these young people because they're so um, you know silly oh and and they'll pay for it. And I was like, my God, are we not struggling enough with like house prices and like all the other things that are going on? Yeah, that we, yeah. They need you to list your. He was like, list your Sony Cybershop for like this much or whatever. So. Um, I, I feel that the article probably was intended to make people angry. You know, when you're reading something and it's yeah. very like, you know, I, I understand that, but, um, but it did annoy me. I'll link it below and people can read and see what they think. Um, I think Lux did put it on his story as well, but 
Um, yeah, it wasn't particularly well written. What website and, was it on? Um, I think it was, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. Sorry, sorry. I'll have to, I'll have to have a look. I read it very quickly before we jumped on, but, um, other than that, I don't have, um, too many hot topics. Um, I, I, I don't think so. Just, uh, lots of, um, I've had lots of nice gifts. Actually, that's what I was going to show you. Um, Ethan from Camerodactyl. Oh yeah. Um, he sent me some, a little care package and he sent me some, um, grips for my, uh, cameras. Yes. I love this one. It's matching my outfit perfectly. So I'm loving, I'm loving the, that loving the accessories. And if anyone wanted to buy one, are they available on Camera Dactyl website for sale? They are. They are. And I think you can um, choose like different colors and you can, yeah, let him know if he doesn't have something that you want because he 3D prints it all. Um, and then uh, we got one for Lux um, for his and it's, yeah, they're not, they're not very uh, like heavy. So it's not really adding any bulk, but it's just, yeah, really, really nice to have that like grip on the side. I've never used them before. So, mm, um, so that's cool. pretty cool. And then he sent me a bunch of other stuff as well. He sent me some like cool 3D printed like um toys for luca like you oh yeah they're like they're called stack bolts and then they sort of yeah. screw in so they're good for their like motor skills so yeah it was pretty cute um i'll have to send ethan a photo of, of luca playing with them um yeah i think that's that's pretty much all all we've really bought um i had like your lovely gift um and yeah i'll be opening my pen ft in the morning very excited <clears throat> Woohoo! um yeah anything that you um has been on your mind matt or any topics you want to share um, I'm actually just starting to think about, you know, like I've been doing these videos for, for YouTube and I guess, and, I, and I'm, I'm just thinking now, like I said, I, at the start of this episode, I had a couple of videos that didn't do so well. Po people are very passionate about Polaroids, but the Polaroid videos don't do that well. Um, but I was sort of thinking about, well, oh, yeah, I've got to start reviewing some of my, like the R1 review has done really well in the last 48 hours. So I'm actually mm -hmm. thinking now about the end, to, towards the end of this year, Lucy Lumen, I'm thinking, right, well, I really need to prioritize you know, what camera reviews I'm doing. So I'm thinking I need to bring bring out all the big guns. I need to bring out the Contax T3, the Fujifilm Class S, the Minolta TC1. So I'm, I'm just sort of in that sort of almost end of year frame of mind. I'm thinking like mm. it's middle of October. Yep. How many more times am I going to get a chance to send film to the lab between now and Christmas? Mm, that's true. So I'm kind of, I'm just in that end of year mm. frame of mind, Lucy Lumen, thinking about mm -hmm. what can I get done? What should I prioritize? Mm -hmm. And of course, we need to do um, a goals, a recap goals episode. Definitely, we do. Yeah, I find it really helpful to like have goals for the year. Um, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm a real like yeah goal setting kind of person, and I think yeah, it's real important. go getter. I'm a real go getter. Yeah, I'm a real achiever. Um, I like to check in with the goals too because sometimes we set them and then we kind of like set it and forget it, and we don't go back and go okay. Because sometimes you set goals in January, but then you get halfway through the year and you're like, oh, actually that doesn't yeah, really interest me anymore, anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. or apply. So I know that happened with the goals we set. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'm feeling that too. I'm kind of, I want to do a video on like going into 2023, what my um, intentions are for photography. And I think mm -hmm. they're going to be a lot more about like process and like making projects and like kind of, you know, because I've always just gone out and shot just to shoot, which is fine. Like, and I've, I've really tried to make that like, okay. Cause I think we do put a lot of pressure on like things yeah. having to mean something or like creating a body of work and it all gets really serious. Um, I actually, do you want to talk, I actually hate that word work and people talk about your, I love work. your work and yeah, this is yeah. my work. I know yeah. like, to me, work is something I do to earn money to mm. pay the mortgage. Like yep. to me, it, it's more of a passion. I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, like here is my passion, my instruction square. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say that, but I just, I just call my too. images on my phone. There you go. Look, here's, by the way, I've just rediscovered my Instax SQ6. Yeah. Very cute. Um, yeah. Mm. I love, I'm loving it. 
Yep, I think they're really cute. Is this, is nice this the time of the of the thing where we do the ba da ba ba ba? I'm loving it. That's it. Yeah, you're a better singer than me. You should totally. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. You, yeah. I, I know that you say work a lot, don't you? Well, I only started saying it because I don't know, like other people were saying it. Um, I hate it. Every I time just, someone says it, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah, oh, I, I know love what your you, work. I love your work. I guess, mm. I guess, I guess I started saying it because I feel like photography is it's not secondary to what I'm doing now. Um, and I had a I had a chat with somebody on the podcast few months ago we did a he was doing a uni project and it was all about art as content because a lot Mm, of people don't like the word content Mm. like molly discusses that in her latest newsletter she's like this isn't content because it's like that kind of implies like a negative thing to a lot of people or like it's just being consumed it's like this is my my art you know so there's that whole discussion it's a huge discussion but as far as work i think that kind of links in as well but for me i say it because i'm like well I'm doing a lot of other stuff as well, like writing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of an all-encompassing thing I can say of like my my work, like as in my videos, my and they're all creative. Some of them mm. are more like um, f stoppers is probably a little bit less creative because yep. you know I we are I guess employed by them, you know. Yeah. So you, you, you know you're producing this thing. Um, I have no problem with the word content. Like I I like it because I enjoy it and I have a good relationship with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, work I say it more from that perspective. Um, and some people, I just like to emulate what other people say. So yeah, if I and interview there's no, someone, sorry, sorry, I'll let you go. Sorry, don't say there's no right and wrong. I, it just to me, it always like mm. ruffles my, my my feathers a little bit, you know. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it depends on the type of photographer you are. Um, but if I interview somebody, like say if I was going to interview like Kyle McDougall, which I would love to. So if you're listening, Kyle, e- email me back um, on the podcast. I would sort of. Refer Comic to all, all these you, you know all these youtubers i know like, i'm a, i'm just like all over the yeah i know i, I don't remember you're, you're like, a youtube fangirl i don't remember like camera names or like lens specs as, as much as like lux does but i know all the names of the youtubers and like i know like they're what they're doing and like where they live and like what they're you know so yeah, yeah. it's i'm very nosy like that but carl mcdougall he's got a every, people will know comment in the um comment below if you like his channel i do really enjoy it yeah. um He's quite a big photography YouTuber, but he's very about the process. And sure. I know the name. I probably watched of, his stuff before. I just can't. Connect. Yeah. He's got a beard yeah. and I kind of oh, okay. doesn't really narrow it down. Yeah. Um, but he shoots Phil landscapes. Photographer with a beard. And, uh, yeah. it down. Sometimes he wears a beanie. You may, um, I may as well say he may be wearing a beanie. Shoots <laughs> uh, a lot of 120 millimeter film. Absolutely. Um, but he, he refers to things as work because he's like, sure, all about sure. the process and yeah, yeah. You know, so if I was going to interview him, I'd say that. I'd say, tell me about yeah, your work because he, that's how he wants it to, you know, so I would respect that. Whereas with not, you, I probably wouldn't say that because I know you're more like fun and kind of like, that's just not, sure. it doesn't really vibe with you. It's not Matt Murray. You're just, yeah, woo. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong. For, I, I, I just feel it's weird for me, but mm. if anyone else wants to go, that's up to them. Mm. But should we do a roundup of the comments? Yes. But before we do that, if there's any quick fire questions you want to ask in the comments, everybody, or if there's any photography, film photography or digicam related questions that you have or any just questions about everyday life. Do we see yeah. kangaroos bouncing down the street? <laughs> now is your opportunity because I think we're going to wrap this up like a Christmas present pretty soon, aren't we? Pretty pretty soon, yes. i got to go get my son. So, okay. yes, definitely. Um, so, been... yeah, we'll go, go through. What have we got here? We've got, we got um, here? I love Color Plus, but it's so hard to find analog dreams. Yeah, it's, it's quite, it's been mm. quite common here lately, hasn't it, Lucy? It's been. People message me all the time saying they can't get it, but here we've yeah. had 
it's been quite readily available. I it went was- to Camera House and Ted's like a couple of days ago. They had heaps of it still in How stock, much so. a roll? Uh, it was $20 a roll in Camera House. I know what? 20 20 Australian dollars. So how much is that US like? Oh my gosh, it's about 14 US. Yeah. So no, yeah, I picked $20 up- and then Ted's was a little bit cheaper. I think it was like 15 maybe. No, so I, didn't I picked buy up any. a whole load. When we had a conversation about Color Plus a while ago mm-hmm. and I said I hated it. Uh, my wife was working in the city that day and I looked it up and it was, it was 10 Australian dollars a roll, which is six fifty US. Mm, and I said, really oh, can you get me three rolls of it? And she went and got me three rolls. Yep. Um, so I'm actually shocked that other places are selling it for a bit more. Yeah. Um, yep. C200 in this, in the US C200. Yes. Of course. I forgot about that. C200 got replaced with the repackaged Kodak gold. Kodak I forgot about gold. that. C200's yep. been our, pretty much been our staple here for the last few years, really like a cheap yep. 200 speed color film, Kodak gold, like ultra, it used to be Ultramax here in Australia. Ultramax, mm. if you went to big W or a variety store or Kmart, Ultramax was everywhere. Ultramax disappeared kind of thing. And yep. C200 was pretty much one of the go-to cheap films that you could get here in Australia. Yep. That's very um, true. Keep it PG, please. Sorry for our, for our um, outbursts. If, I'm sorry. If, I'm yes, sorry we are for, sorry. My, for my outburst. It, it is, it is actually, uh, usually we can edit these things. So I mm. apologize. We, we will try not to be potty mouthed next time. Sorry about that. Yes. I apologize. Christina, if you could have one film stock return, not Aerochrome, uh, what would it be? <laughs> For me, it's Kodak Select Royal Gold. Isn't Kodak oh. Royal Gold, isn't Kodak, I don't know about Kodak Select Royal Gold, but isn't Kodak Royal Gold, that's Ektar, right? I don't Pretty know. Sure. I've never heard of, I've never heard of that. I'm really bad with like the, like I'm not across all of the like older film mm. stocks because there were so many. Like I'm so surprised when I like people yeah. tell me, I'm like, oh my God, like there were so many film stocks and now there's yeah, yeah. like hardly any. So, um, but I, yeah. Sorry, you go. Uh, you go. No, 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 you know more. I don't know what this Kodak Select Royal Gold 200 is. So it's it's Ektar pretty much well, is what you're saying. The, ob- the obvious answer for me, I like high-speed color films. The obvious answer would be something like Superior 1600, which I would love to come back. However, I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball. They also mm. made Ektar back in the olden days, back in the olden days where we had, you know, flip phones and all that kind of stuff. Digicams. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, back in those days, they also made Ektar at a thousand speed iso 1000 wow really Ektar. so i would bring oh. back the high speed ectar lucy lumen i'm keen on that yeah, yeah. i would keen love that sure. yeah definitely obviously riala i would bring back because that's just it's beautiful perfect but i'm keen on this 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 high speed ectar would be cool too for sure absolutely nuno says they they make likers here in portugal yes i forgot that yes i don't know what parts or how much they oh, make okay them there. i didn't yeah, know that i forgot that they don't make them in canada anymore i'm pretty sure about that but portugal yes they do Anthony wants a zine by Lucy. Tell us more. When's your zine coming out, Lucy? So that was one of my goals for the year. Um, and wow. I, <laughs> uh, I'm just, just not doing enough for you, Matt. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I really struggle with this because I tend to, what I tend to do is like, I'll have a goal. I'll be like, I really want to make a zine. And then I put all this pressure on myself. I'm like, it has to be really good. It has to be really great. And like, people are going to be really disappointed if it's not like this and it needs to be like new work that no one's ever seen, or it needs to be this like awesome project or, you know, and then I, and then I put all this pressure on myself and Mm. I realized that like no one else even knows. And like, everyone would probably just be like, Oh, cool. And I'm the one that's like weighing me down with like all this, like pressure, anxiety and pressure over something. Yeah. We're getting really deep here at the end. I'm I'm under pressure. Um, Beautiful singing that. Thank you. Oh, no, I got a terrible voice. Someone, Michael, was it Michelle? Mac- Michelle, Michael is he's focused on my typewriter. This is a typewriter in the background. I was actually going to oh, go yes. 
I was actually going to go on a typewriter bender. I can't really go pick it up, but it's a lovely little typewriter. I've I've used it about twice. It just it's it very, just looks good yeah, over there. It fits with the analog. It does theme. It does I like fit, it. Yeah. Maybe I feel like that would fit in our house. We've the got keys a lot of, kind you know, of the the keys kind of fall off a bit, so I had to use that. Oh, okay. You know, that Sugru that multiple glue. No, and I had to stick the keys back on. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very cool. You could write your next uh, F Stoppers article on that one, Matt. Camera house is um, expensive. Oh yeah, um, camera house is ridiculous. Matt, ten Nikon's or one Leica. Well, I've got some. Thank you, Mig. Um, I've actually got. I have got a Nikon. I've got a Nikon FM3 over there, so I'll, I'll go for the one Leica. You know why not? Oh really? Yeah, for sure. No, I'd go the ten Nikon's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I guess uh, Mig didn't say what kind of Nikon's. I was, yeah. I'm thinking SLRs naturally, but. I, I'd go to like because I'd never buy. I don't think yeah, I, can, I can't I see myself so. buying a like buying one. Yep. So it, it may as well True. just go with something I'll never buy. Yeah, I would just really like the uh, Nikon thirty five Ti. Like I would love to own that. Like way more. If someone was like, "Here's a like or here's that," I'd be like, "Take that, Lucy." For sure. I'm really you know interested. How's your in birthday it. tomorrow? Oh, Matt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Lux has bought you one. He so no, has it. He he's, bro- he's broken the bank <laughs> with the pen FT. Uh, no, that's okay. Maybe that can be like my my fortieth. I can get a, a oh, thirty five. If film's still about, it's a long time to wait. <laughs> I don't need it. I just would like to. I'm interested to yes. use it. You know. Yeah. My, um, the favorite film camera I own. This is Ed. The favorite film camera I own is a Canon Canonet G three QL. You've got some uh, runs on the board with that kind of camera, we, haven't you, Lucy? Lim? We we do. We've got a couple. Um, you got a couple. Have you got my yeah. camera? Oh yeah, I got a couple. I think we've got there. a couple. Just got a couple of them on the shelf. Yes, we do. We've got the same one that um Hashem used to shoot his scene. And I was like, oh, because it's a rangefinder, I'm pretty sure. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I just, you know, I'm not interested. I don't want to use it. Um, and then when we saw the photos, I was like, wow, this is a really, really good camera. And Hashem said to me, like, you should give it a go. Um, so I definitely want to shoot it. Like the, the pictures Lux got were really like really really nice and it was like quite mm. easy to use so um yeah definitely a good camera for sure analog dreams has some royal gold 1000 that he needs to show he or she needs to shoot or they need to shoot very amazing glenn hocking it's my thing it's my thing the word work makes me get very awkward yes yeah i don't love work i don't love work either i wish i wouldn't <laughs> love it. um either of you shoot black and white films well there's a uh, there's a video on my channel where i mm. shoot black and white films and i throw my hands up in the air and say yeah. i don't know whether these are any good or not because i don't shoot black and white i did I a review of agent shadow that some mm. of them are okay yeah i quite like them um I, I did it did make me want to shoot some more across i got some across in the fridge and some mm-hmm. hp5 i occasionally yep. shoot delta 3200 uh, mm-hmm. what about you lucy them what, what black and white I, are you shooting I love um, the Cine Steel BWXX, which is just Kodak Eastman. Uh, I can't remember the numbers, um, yep. but I love I love that. That's like my all time. F- oh my god, it is just so good. Like everything looks really cinematic, and when you push it, it's like grainy, but like you know, not not too grainy, and it's really rich. I just absolutely love it. It's like the is best it the goat black of black film. and white films? It is. It is one hundred percent the goat. Would I'm going to put- write an article on it. <laughs> I was about to say, would you put the goat <laughs> of black and white films in the goat? Of your your Olympus Zwico lenses? Yes. Oh my god! What a what Does it a make double combo. goat. A double goat combo. I love Twin that. Goats. I'm gonna do yeah. it. Excellent. Um. Yes. But yeah, I do like I do like black and white. I think for people who don't develop it though, it ends up being quite 
expensive to get it yeah, developed. Yeah. Like, it would you say that? General. Like people are like, it's oh, shoot, like most... it's cheaper. I'm like, well, for me, it's kind of not, you know? Yeah. If you're sending to a lab, most labs will charge you more for black more. and white. Yeah. Um, there are a f- couple of labs in Australia that charge the same price, but most labs mm. uh, will, will charge a little bit more. For, I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not sure what the reason is. I'm sure there's a very good reason though. Maybe I probably, it's probably more, in, it's probably more of a intensive process, I would guess. Yeah, they can't just chuck it in a machine and especially then if you push it and yeah, so I understand why. So there you go. If if Peter from Mickey Guy is still listening, that's that's what Lucy thinks you do. You you chuck it in a machine. Chuck it in the machine. And it comes out done. (laughs) No other work or expertise involved. Chuck it in the machine. Throw it in the machine. (laughs) The C41 machine does the business beauty. Oh God, I'm very removed from the process. Did you take part in Holger Week? I didn't know. I thought about it because I've got a uh, Holger like 120 um, camera somewhere. We're both looking up on our shelves. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't, I just didn't get around to it. I've just really struggled to even just shoot, um, you know, lately. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to wait. Noosa, I'm just going to shoot no, so much. Noosa. Yeah. You're going to Noosa. <laughs> I am. I'm just going to really uh, go to town with shooting film because we'll be on our own. So, um, you know, we'll be able to shoot just like whenever we want. So, but- yeah. The weather's not going to be very good, is it? Oh, isn't it? I haven't looked because I'm, I'm, you yeah. know. Oh, maybe it will but... be. Who, who cares? You and Lux will all be loved up, so you won't need uh... any good weather, will you? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was planning on uh, shooting some Ecta, but I might have to do some indoor flash photography. But we'll see. I'm sure there'll be pockets of time where the. Um, you might need that Polaroid camera. Where there's, yeah, true. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, I I actually do need to wear glasses and I'm struggling to see my screen uh, from here. I will uh, say, gotta, so I'm very George in, Costanza right now. Like I'm really starting to read these, read these comments. Coco. Hello, Coco. Coco, uh, Coco. subscribes to my channel. Thank you. And probably yours as well. I just have to say thank you. I'm thoroughly enjoying this live stream and your mutual love of photography. Thank you so much, oh, Coco. Thank That's you. Lovely. That's lovely. Thank you to everybody for joining and commenting. It's really, um, it's, it's, it's really nice. Michael, tell us, really nice tell us if it's Michael or Michelle. Um, uh, in, in my city, the only camera store closed and the guitar shop is, is this, discounting will be shut next month well that sucks you got no no guitars yeah. no film yeah i know the what would lux do he'd just be stuck with me and luca he'd... <laughs> recipe for disaster <laughs> uh what else have we got here my comment was for ed i just got a whole fantastic gun. live stream but please please make it stop who wrote that a joke. It was a, it was a joke. I made that oh, up. I was like, "Oh my god, who who wrote that?" I was about to. <laughs> no, make I was it not PG. I, I started again. reading Christina's. I started okay. reading Christina's, and I, I I couldn't keep up. I couldn't say all the nice words, so I decided to make it. Oh, that's me. so nice. But that is lovely, Thank Christina. You. Thank you. You guys are so yeah. much fun. Keep up the fun. We oh. are party central. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll. Uh, yeah, this this is so much better than doing it and then having to upload it because it takes a long time to upload like, not for me because lux video. did all the work so i don't yeah. care <laughs> you're just like done um what else have we got here uh ed i have 12 cameras but keep going back to the cannonet yep great camera awesome underrated mm. camera for sure yep uh glenn hawking i love home dev it's relaxing after loading the schools for, uh freak out I, yes. I can understand that i can understand it being a yep. relaxive therapeutic process-driven thing yeah at the the moment in my life though it's not for me yeah it depends where you're at it depends where you're at in your life for sure yeah and glenn is a real uh 
you know, he's a Renaissance man. He's got a big vinyl collection as well. Mm. And he did like a cool reel of like putting on some Smashing Pumpkins records the other day, which I really loved. So ear bleeders. Speaking of <laughs> ear bleeders, speaking of yeah. ear bleeders, have we, have we, it's one thing we haven't done. Do you want to talk about the last Our... playlist from Analog Hour episode four? Yes. Oh, uh, so that was the last playlist? Well, yeah, that was about six months ago. Like. <laughs> I know, it's so long ago. What was the... I don't know, Lucy was... Lumen and Lo- I'm just Googling now. What was the... <laughs> it was, H- it was the HP5? It was HP5, yeah. It was HP5, so which, who won? Which, I'll which have went to... down like a lead balloon with you. Um, Yeah, I chose... Mine was really, like, depressing. Like, I chose, like, Joy Division and uh, a bunch of other stuff. There's a surprise. <laughs> I come trying to... I'm, um, I've got to go back community in your post. community yeah. post. It's about 6,000 on me I'm going through. I know. I love a, I love a community post. Um. There we go. We'll have to go back. The picture of you. Is that you pregnant there? It is me pregnant in Noosa. Noosa. When we went for our baby moon. Like, it's like honeymoon, but like. Okay, here we go. Okay. So I've got the results here. So we've got um, Lucy's okay, playlist got and Matt's playlist. Who won? There were, four, there were 47 votes. Okay. Now, uh, an important piece of information here that we've, we have we put a benchmark down a long time ago uh, because of the, you know, you know, like in horse races, something sometimes called a handicap. So they mm-hmm. put more weight on the favoured horse if the horse is favoured for, he's got good form or, you know, whatever. They put more yep. weight on that horse so it can't win as easily. Yep. So we, we actually, this is a handicap voting system, basically. <laughs> Um, so basically we, we, we decided we drew a line in the sand and we said anything over 30% Matt wins. Okay. okay. Because this is your channel, your people, <laughs> they're all, they're all in, 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 in tune with your ear bleeding songs that are quite depressing. And so we said 30% was the benchmark okay. and I'm, I'm pleased to announce that 47 votes, Matt's playlist got 40%, which is oh, a win for Matt. Oh, wow. That, that, is, is, a, a that is a win that, for me. That is a win. Well done, Matthew. Well feel, done. Even very with happy your about handicap. That. Even yeah. With my well handicap. <laughs> Well done. Um, let's. What? What? I've forgotten what was on yours. Mine was the was the British classics. That's was the, right. The yes. British are coming, wasn't it? It was yes. the yes. Stones, the Beatles, the Kinks. It and was the like Who. all round British bangers. Yeah, I mean to be British, honest, British bangers. Little bit of Britain. Little oh bit of British God. bangers for your Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Lucy some, Newman? Some accents. To the... remind you of the old home country, does it? <laughs> My mum sounds more like she's from Essex. Where were so, you born? Were you I'm born in England gonna... or Australia? No, I was born in Perth. Um, Perth? Yep. I was born in Perth. Yep. Perth, Scotland Perth. or Perth, Western Australia? Western Australia. Yeah, because oh. all the Poms like emigrated oh, Poms to WA. Because yeah, yeah. it's a bit closer, I think. Well, I'm yeah, not sure. WA. So, yes, I was born in WA, which um, Hashem was also born in Perth oh. as well. Yes, there you go. Explains a lot between you two. <sighs> yes. Um, to be honest, I would have probably picked your playlist as well because mine was very... I was just trying to make a statement about how I feel about black and white film. Like I only ever really go to shoot black and white film when it's like overcast and you know, I'll, I'll be like, Oh, okay. I'll just shoot some black and white. So it's a sponsored post for... and you'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this uh, month, what is I, it? A bit yes. late. I chose the film stock. Yes. I chose portrait 400 to, <laughs> to make a playlist that represents portrait 400 and how you feel about it. Um, yep, everyone's favorite film. Uh, you know, some people love to hate it. (laughs) So, uh, do you shoot a lot of Portrait 400? I I do, but I struggle to get it. You know, those classic portrait tones of the the two stops over exposure and that. I don't know, in the past, I've actually struggled to do that. 
Yep. Once when I was on the Isle of Wight, uh, the only time I've been on the Isle of Wight actually for six days, of course, my, my zine every summer, yes. yep. uh, I shot there and I actually shot a roll of Portrait 400 at ISO 200. So it's one stop overexposed. And I thought I'm going to get those light and airy portrait pastel tones, you know, mm -hmm. and the colors turned out really almost ectarish, really deep, rich colors. Mm. So I've, it's a, it's a film that I have shot quite a bit. I, I, I do struggle to get those tones everyone else gets. So I, I usually would probably prefer to shoot. I just go with gold 200 or ultra max or, yep. or, or an 800 speed film because I'm like, I, I struggle to get the same look as everyone else. So yep. I mm -hmm. like it, but I, I just can't nail it. Yeah. I'm not in love. I'm not in love with it. Like I'd pr like no, for me, no. it's, I'm not loving it. I'm not loving it. With so I'd prefer <laughs> you know that song? I'm not in love. Oh, 10 CC. Yeah. No, no, uh, I'm not in love. Wasn't it Christopher Cross? No, it's 10. I thought it was. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. I think it's 10 CC. I'm like, like the real, like, you know, I'm not in love. Oh, man, I can't believe Lucy Lynn beat me in an old fart it. song. The only it's reason that I know that, though, the only reason that I know that is because it's on um, the soundtrack to The Virgin Suicides, uh, a Sofia Coppola movie. I'll tell you I love what. That soundtrack, that's the only reason I know the I'll name of I'll tell you the, the best 10 CC banger ever. We're the electricist. Oh, is that them oh, as well? No. We love it. Oh, any see, any that song really that takes has it cricket away in, from me. Yeah. Any song that has cricket in, come on, it's a banger. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, you're not feeling me. Okay, portrait, <laughs> portrait four hundred playlist. So Let's wrap this up. Playlist. So people are rapidly um, turning off the live stream. By the way, we've gone from six hundred watches to two. So. <laughs> I made that. I might really? have made those figures up, but Pat, stop it! I am really gullible. If you <laughs> and everyone else can tell, every time you say something, I just take it as uh, as gospel. Um. So okay. So playlist. So yeah, yep. portrait. I'd rather shoot Ektar. Like I would just shoot. I think they're a similar price. Like they're on the the higher end films, and I'm always going to choose Ektar over portrait. But in saying that, you know, I, I don't mind a bit of portrait. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll shoot it. Shoot it if you've got it. So my playlist, um, which I'm trying to find here, I went with. I went with songs that are overplayed. They're still good, but they're very overplayed. Really? Uh, much like Portrait Uptown 400. Funk? Is Uptown it's Funk very... on there? No, I went for more old school songs because oh, I sorry. guess that's just my jam. Like, that's just how I am. So I went with Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Hugely overplayed. Is that the one that was on TikTok recently? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I, I downloaded the app and I haven't gone on there. Can you give us a bit of a few bars time. of it? Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to nail dreams. Oh, come on, come on. If you don't know dreams by Fleetwood Mac, it's like, How does it go? You know, like, like, um, I know playing it. it here, you know, no, you don't play it. We'll get banned from YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the one that was on TikTok. The dude skating down the street and he's drinking his drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's, I mean, it probably would make a nice, uh, a nice background to something hugely overplayed. I mean, all of, Fleetwood Mac's album Rumours is just like hugely overplayed. So for me, it's like very Portrait 400. Can I make a way. prediction? Go is, there any, is there any Kate Bush on this playlist? There's not, no, but that could have definitely that been song, running I, up I, that hill because of Stranger Things. I love that Things. song. Yeah. Stranger, Stranger Things ruined that song and not because mm. of all the Gen Z are playing it now. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind them playing it. If they, if they love it, that's great. Stranger Things, every time I watch Stranger Things for about five episodes in a row, they played that song for about 20 minutes ago. Oh, by the yeah. end, I was just like, oh my sick gosh, of it. stop playing that song. For sure. Yep. I, well, I didn't get a chance to get that stuck in my head because I get the Postman Pat um, Postman special Pat. delivery Postman service. Pat. No, it's changed. It's ah, changed. You're yeah, it's out of the loop. Postman Pat now. 
it's he's all he's like yeah he's got the special delivery service it's way more exciting um so i get that stuck in my head um in, in, person because i'm a mom person and that's person just on all the time yeah um so the next overplayed song is wonderwall by oasis which i don't need to sing because i'm sure you know it you spent you know a considerable amount of time in the uk and mm. i mean just worldwide people love that song someone um, someone once said to me they said you play way too much oasis i said maybe uh, <laughs> you said definitely maybe do you get it i, I, I do oh okay i thought you were saying oh you didn't get it okay i did it i thought you were referring to the joke i thought you were referring to the album name definitely maybe okay Zeb, maybe. Oh, you're really you're really killing oh, me on this gosh. episode you're not in touch with your dad joke side are you no i'm really not no um so Wonderwall and then Stairway to Heaven because hugely oh, overplayed. I'm not yeah. a big fan. I don't like Led Zeppelin. Uh, sorry, anyone in the comments. Lux is a big Led Zeppelin fan. Not, I'm not a mm-hmm. fan. And then Heart of Gold by Neil Young, which is like the most overplayed Neil Young song of all time. Which one? Um, Heart of Gold by Neil Young. Oh my God, Matthew. I probably Murray, know. This, I probably know the song, but I, I just feel can't like think of I'm it. your age and you're my age for sure. Like for sure. You're like oh, Uptown Funk, and I'm all like oh. And I'm like, by Neil oh, that, Young. I'm like, oh, that's that song that was on TikTok. I don't know it. And I'm like, oh, I don't go on TikTok. Heart of Gold. I'm just um, playing it in my uh, my headphones so no one can hear it. And I'm agreeing with Glenn here. Placebo cover uh, running up that hill and it's great. And there's also a great cover by a band called Chromatics um, covering running up that hill as well. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't really know Heart of Gold. So. I don't think I know. It. Look, Matt, you just need to go and listen to the playlist and just uh, you know rush why? up on your. I'm I'm more Neil Diamond rather than Neil oh. Young. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Okay, so your playlist. Let's go. My portrait bang is portrait kind of makes me happy. It's a kind of a nice okay. film. You usually get those sun drenched tones and the overexposure, and it kind, of, it kind of makes me happy. It's not quite full summer, but mm-hmm. I just think happiness, air, and light. Oh, I just hit my mic phone happiness yeah. air and light so i thought all yeah. the songs kind of make me happy mm-hmm. and but also there's also a little bit of an element to this of songs that are a little bit um perhaps cliche or overplayed as you said but there's yeah yeah oh, a bit like embarrassing maybe even mm-hmm. um so um the first song is baby shark <laughs> no it's not baby shark i just wanted to see what you do oh I just... my god i was like that is not a song <laughs> Baby Shark is not hey, a song. The people who made Baby Shark, they must be rolling in it. That has had so they many views. Be. They, they must the be. The YouTube AdSense on that list oh, would make you blush. Through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, want to ditch film photography. Exactly. And... <laughs> Start some Baby Shark channel. You and I think you should be like um, you and Luck should be like the uh, the Wiggles. You should should move away from the serious adult stuff and go into the kids stuff. You know what? There's a video at the school because we worked at the same school, yeah, and yeah. I I got asked to do some kids stuff for the YouTube during COVID yeah. for the kids to watch at home. So there were Poor all these kids. videos of me doing like you know like play school type things, yeah, like jumping and clapping and whatever, and they got yeah. really popular. Like the kids would be like, yeah, oh my god, it's you from the video, and we did talk briefly about starting. You're like a, the- you're like I, the indie I, I, wiggle, aren't you? Yeah, like we were like, we'll do like a, a YouTube channel for like kids. And yeah. um uh and yeah, so that's yeah, I mean we talked about it briefly and then we we're like, we'll stick yeah. with film photography. But You're totally if I gonna in- get those baby shark dollars, um the, the indie wiggles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my <laughs> yeah. portrait four hundred playlist um is I'm I'm just still trying to look at the comments to see make sure people are still actually watching. I'm not sure they are. Anyway, okay. So my portrait playlist is I thought of all the ha- songs that made me happy. So um, it's a bit of a, a bit of a mix in here, Lucy Lemon. So 
first okay. song is Pure Shores by the All Saints. Do you know? Oh, it? great song. I love it's a, it's that. It's a cracker. Song. It's a cracker song. Oh, it's so it's, good. And in the beach, yep. it plays in the movie The Beach Correct. with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that brings back song. childhood memories. Yep. I think it was number one in the UK when I was living there. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a really good, very well pro- produced yeah. song. Mm, it great is lyrics, great everything. Yeah, it's very portrait Like it's got those vibes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like, and like a, it's, it's but it's like this you know tropical island something sinister mm. going on. And there's actually a, a, I think there's a Hasselblad moment in that film, isn't it? At the beach, they're on the is beach. There? Leo and his girlfriend, and they're looking up at the stars. And oh, I think yes, they've got a Hassie. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So and oh. also pure shores by All Saints. There was this um, on TikTok. I learned many things, all of which all of which must be true because they're on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but they said the 10 songs, if you have anxiety or you're stressed, it was 10 songs. You can okay. look probably Google this. There's yep. 10 songs that will make you feel come back to normal. It, and it's all to do with the beats per minute and, yeah. you know, and, and but also yep. the feel good nature of them. And pure, mm-hmm. sure, pure Shores by the All Saints is one of those songs. It's one of the songs that if you're stressed, oh. it makes you feel better. I just so, need to have that on just 24-7. I know, right? I am no. super stressed. <laughs> My next song is... On top of the world by the Imagine Dragons. I don't. Do I know this song? I'm on top of the world. Ah, eh. uh, uh, yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, okay. So I like yep. that song. It's a, it's about, but it's also there's also a bit of a, it's about being on top of the world, but it's also a bit about you know when you're down, and you know so there's a, there's a kind of feeling about it like not everything's happy sometimes you're down and when you're down you got to get up and get back on things yep. you know so get back to it yeah it, pick that's always helped and... me in the past you know yeah. if, if, when i'm feeling down and stuff listen yep. to that and uh yeah feel better uh my next song is a fortnight inspired song it's um it's dynamite by bts do you know it no i don't bts think so. are a k-pop band Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know famous, the K-pop things. Very like rich huge. K-pop band. So, yeah. uh, dynamite. No, 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 no. Life is dynamite. Might have no, heard it. I don't. On, I don't know this. I don't know. Heard it on Surf FM down the Gold Coast, or no? No, I listen okay. to Rebel right. Radio in the car. <laughs> okay. so, no. so, dynamite by BTS. I've actually got the Fortnite emote for dynamite by BTS. It's just a fun song. Okay, it, I didn't uh, know that Fortnite had music. Like, I remember my brother played a lot of FIFA. Uh, oh yeah, yeah and like the soundtrack to that was always really good yeah like kasabian and like well, british bands and stuff you get a real vibe like yeah. fortnite has as well as having a skin like i always play in a monkey skin mm-hmm. uh like a sock monkey um yep. but you, you can have little dances they're called emotes and they're like a little okay. snippet of a song mm-hmm. and you buy them and okay. so there's all sorts of ones like you know say so by doja cat or whoever her name is why don't you say so no oh, no okay right so there's it's all <laughs> All the, all the latest popular song. What about uh, Rolly, Rolly, Rolly? Do you know that one? Rolly, Rolly, with no. a dab around. No, no. Maybe if okay. I heard the song, wow. it was like Dua, Dua Lipa, like, because people kept Dua pointing Lipa. me like, you look like Dua Lipa. Is that how you say it? Dua yeah, yeah, Lipa. Dua Li- I think it's like, Dua Lipa. Oh, you, you look I've like. I've got that emote as well, by the way. You, you look like her. And I'm like, who's that? And then I Googled it and I was like, um, you know, then suddenly interested because people were saying that, oh, you look like her. And I listened to the music and I'm like, oh, I have heard this before, Don't like in the now. shop or whatever. Da, da, da. I've got yeah, that well, it is, yeah, that is a banger. I do like to do her. Yeah. So anyway, so Dynamite by BTS, which is a, just a fun, silly song. You know, it's yep. just got all these lyrics like jump up to the top like LeBron, you know. It's just it's basically this Korean band singing these songs written by people from probably in Sweden. It, it's just yeah, okay. fun and kind of nonsense but it's fun silly, and upbeat. Yeah. Okay. And the last song, I had to put a U2 song. I had to put a U2 banger in there, Lucy oh, Lemon. Oh, U2. Mysterious Ways of Aktung Baby, 1991. Uh, nice one. Life does a... work in mysterious ways, Lucy Lemon. It does. That's very, very true. It brought very us together for the Bono. world's most 
It brought us together for the world's most best, popular film photography chat show by Matt Murray and Lucy. Best Lehman. live stream by Matt and mm-hmm. Lucy. Yep. Best live stream, <laughs> Matt Murray and Lucy Lehman. Definitely. I have a question. How do we end the live stream? Because Lux isn't Fresh. here. He's gone to Bunnings. So I'm just here with all these screens and this microphone We're and all this gonna tech. Be, and I'm like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> I, is there a thing on YouTube where you just end I it? Or? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if somebody is he, tell is he me. getting his sausages all on, is he? The only, uh, no, he's Luca will love not. BTS. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to put it on, uh, for him. He does love a bit of, cameras. he does love a bit of trash. Like, you know, kids oh. love that real high kind of, wow. energy, like, wow. like, you know, like tra- <laughs> you've offended Korea now. Korean music is trash. <laughs> Canada is drab. How many other countries can we offend here today? Blimey. You gotta put it in the book. <laughs> it's disgusting behavior. Lucy's, Lucy's online oh, burn yeah. book will be available soon. Everyone. Yes, available for pre-order. <laughs> um, I should do this. I should sell these. As, you, you could, yeah. And yeah like double the, the price. If I get to those book. baby shark uh, numbers, then you could, yeah. Um, okay, well, the only way I know how to how to do it is Hi, to um, is to end the Zoom chat, which will end our chat, which seems kind of rude. Well, it's okay. We've been talking for. But an we hour have and 40 been talking minutes. for an hour and forty minutes. I don't know how much more Lucy Lumen, you or anyone else really wants it on there. There's a limit. There's a Saturday. limit. There's a limit. There's a limit to your love. Um, for for, for Lucy Lumen and Matt Murray. Um, okay. So do we have do any you things to wrap up? Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Do you have a film stock for next time, or have you not thought of it yet for the next? I, I, I barely even know what I'm having for breakfast. Let alone okay. thought well, about just... next the next the next analog hour in May 2024. No, I yeah, haven't thought well, about we it yet. Finally, get around to it. Yeah, we know we'll be more regular now because we've got uh, back from the live stream. Yeah, we've got the live stream happening. Um, I don't think there's anything else. Um, that I uh, really need to say just thank you to everybody for like jumping thank on you and for this is yeah, thank you so much and thank you for commenting and we will get better at like looking at the comments and um, taking questions from you guys. If there's anything you'd like to see, then comment below and like, let us know. Um, That's pretty much it, Matt. Is there anything else that you would like to say to the lovely listeners slash watchers? Will this be still be available on your podcast as well? Yeah. I think this nonsense can be downloaded. I can, I can rip (laughs) the audio out. Listen to it a second time. If you want to listen to this nonsense a second time, yeah, I will rip the audio from this when it goes on YouTube and I will put it on my podcast. I will do a little three or four minute intro because yep. I don't do many podcasts anymore now I'm on YouTube. So I'll just do yeah. a little update and tell it's people what's to... happening. Yep. And um, I'll put this on uh, probably within 24 hours, hope, or maybe 48 hours, depending on how lazy yeah. I'm feeling. Don't put mm. too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. No, um, and the playlist will be on the community post very soon for you to vote on. I haven't so you can go actually... and listen to it. I will. Matt needs to do his playlist. <laughs> That's okay. I was literally scrolling well, notes. It'll be in five the next, minutes before this. Live that's stream. fine. No, it'll be next 24 to 48 hours. All of that stuff will be up. So, um, and I'll link everything we talked about below, like Molly's newsletter and all that cool stuff. Um, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me, Matthew Murray. It's always a pleasure to chat always with you. Always a pleasure. Film never a chore, Lucy. BFF. Yeah. And um, thank you for my lovely birthday gifts as well. I'm very excited to get stuck into that book in Noosa. Noosa. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll see you soon, Matt. Thank you to everybody who's watching. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. Keep shooting film. Keep shooting your digicams. Yeah, shoot your digicams. Save money. Shoot your digicams. I I said keep shooting film before that, to be fair. I said keep (laughs) shooting film before that. (laughs) 